Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. In our collect today, our opening prayer today, we pray these words, Almighty God, grant us so perfectly to know your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life that we may steadfastly follow his steps in the way that leads to eternal life. We pray that we will know Jesus Christ, perfectly know Jesus, to be the way, the truth, and the life, and that we may follow his steps. And our readings today talk about just how to do this, how to follow in the steps of Jesus, or put it another way, in, in step with Jesus. So let's start with the gospel. It is one of the seven I am statements of Jesus, all found in the gospel of John, where Jesus says, I am the bread of life, or I am the good shepherd. Here he says, I am the true vine. Jesus is the vine, and we are the branches. And the only way that we can produce fruit in our lives is by abiding in the vine. In fact, Jesus says there is no other way. He said, Those who dwell in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Well, there's this little word that keeps coming up in our reading. In fact, in our gospel reading it appears eight times, and that's the word abide. It's not a word that we use a lot in conversation. And the word means to remain stable, to continue, to conform. Jesus uses the word to describe how we produce fruit. He says, abide in me as I abide in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. So the key to following Jesus, to follow his steps like we prayed in our collect, is abiding in him. We are to keep in step with Jesus. In a sense, we are to keep on keeping on in Jesus, to be persistent and be faithful, continue, remain, abiding in the vine. St. Paul does not use the word abide as much, but coined a different way of saying something very similar or the same thing. It's the prepositional phrase, in Christ. Some scholars suggest that it is the primary description of what it means to be a Christian in the scriptures. We are in Christ. What does it mean to be a Christian? It means to be in Christ. We are abiding in Christ. In our Thursday night study in ABC, our adult Bible conversation, which has been really good, by the way, you can still come, C.S. Lewis wrote about this in the book Mere Christianity, saying, when Christians speak of being in Christ or of Christ being in them, this is not simply a way of saying that they are thinking about Christ or copying him. They mean that Christ is actually operating through them, that the whole mass of Christians are the physical organism through which Christ acts, that we are his fingers and muscles, the cells of his body. When we are in Christ, we are abiding in the vine of Jesus. We are not merely trying to copy what Jesus did based on our best efforts of life, We are actually joined with Christ. We are part of a new creation. 
We are experiencing the joys of the victory of Jesus on the cross and living in the resurrected life of Jesus. We are in him and he is in us. Jesus said, abide in me as I abide in you. In our second reading today from the epistle of 1 John, we have more about what it means to abide in Jesus, to be in him. In St. John's first letter, he goes back again to this word abide. In fact, he uses it six times in our reading from his epistle. And he gives three ways of how we are to abide and remain in Christ. So first, he writes, by this we know that we abide in him and he in us. So here it is, because he has given us of his spirit. So abiding in Jesus has to do with his spirit, the Holy Spirit. What marks us as Christians is the fact that the spirit of God dwells within us. To abide with Christ means the Holy Spirit is with us. The Holy Spirit is the mark and seal of our salvation. In baptism, we are marked as Christ's own forever. And the Spirit comes into our life and begins to transform us, continuing a call to become more like Christ. And as Christians, we ask the Holy Spirit to continually to fill us so that we overcome our weaknesses in life and find power to preach the gospel in word and in deed boldly in this world. When we abide in Christ, the Spirit produces fruit in our lives, the fruit of the Spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness. We don't produce the fruit. We yield to the Holy Spirit who is producing the fruit in our lives. We pray, come Holy Spirit and fill us so that we remain abiding in the vine of our Lord Jesus Christ. So abiding in the vine has to do with the Holy Spirit. So first we abide in Christ by the Spirit being in us. That's why St. John wrote, By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his Spirit. Now St. John goes on and secondly he writes this, God abides in those who, so here's another thing, God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God and they abide in God. The Son of God is not a title indicating a relationship between a human father and a son. God the Father did not produce God the Son, like some form of Greek or Roman mythology. Jesus is God's Son in the sense that he is God made manifest in human form, as as the first chapter of the Gospel of John would tell us. This is a confessional statement, a belief that we proclaim. Jesus was God in the flesh the holy incarnation. And when we confess and believe that, it brings consequences. Because if Jesus is God, the one true God, what does that mean for us? It means we should listen and obey his words. It means we should follow his actions and commands. And that means that we no longer live for ourselves or whatever it is that we live for and live for God and his kingdom. This is what drove St. Paul after his encounter with Jesus Christ. As he traveled around the Roman Empire proclaiming the gospel of Jesus, he described his life in his letter to the Philippians, where he said, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. He confessed that his life was no longer his own, but belonged to the Lord Jesus. So to confess that Jesus is the Son of God is to declare the glory of God, 
to confess that Jesus is the Son of God, is to live into the person of Jesus Christ. It is to abide in him. So the second way we abide in Jesus is to confess Jesus as the Son of God. Again, as St. John wrote, God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. And finally, a third thing John writes in his epistle. He says, God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. Christians who are abiding with Christ, who keep on keeping on with Jesus, emanate love, agape love, a self-sacrificing love, a giving up of oneself kind of love. And if we abide in God, love should be very evident in our lives. Turning to C.S. Lewis again in Mere Christianity, he writes of God's love in this way. The Christian thinks any good he does comes from the Christ life inside of him. There's that abiding. Let me repeat that. The Christian thinks any good he does comes from the Christ life inside of him. He does not think God will love us because we are good. God doesn't say, I love you because you've been a really good child of mine. But that God will make us good because he loves us. God will make us good because he loves us. And then he gives this example. C.S. Lewis writes, Just as the roof of a greenhouse does not attract the sun because it is bright, but becomes bright because the sun shines on it. So the sun is what makes the greenhouse bright. And it's the same way with, with Jesus inside of us that emanates the love that he has that comes through us. If we are abiding in Christ, love will pour out of our lives. And if we are not showing forth love, perhaps we are abiding in something else. St. John and Jesus are pretty straightforward with this as well. St. John says, those who say, I love God and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. Jesus says, whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. And those are tough words, a bit scary if you ask me. But the point remains, those who abide in Christ display God's love. Love should be evident in the people who abide in Christ, who abide in the vine. Jesus said in the Gospel of John, By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And this is not just a feeling kind of love. It's a doing kind of love, a sacrificial love that is defined by the life of our Lord Jesus, as St. John wrote in our second reading from today. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. There's that abiding. In, in this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That is the atonement for our sins, the satisfaction for our sins. You see, love is laying your life down for others as Christ did on the cross. And if we abide in Jesus, love for others should be evident. So the third way we abide in Jesus is by allowing Christ's love to flow through us and out of us toward the people around us, to all of his creation. 
as St. John wrote, God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. So our message, our, our lesson for today is that we are called to abide in the vine, to be in Christ, to live through Jesus, to yield to what Christ is doing within us. And our readings today have given us three ways we abide in Christ. First, the Holy Spirit is in us and ministering through us. Second, we confess that Jesus is the Son of God to the world around us. And third, sacrificial love flows from us more and more and more each day. Friends, may we abide in Christ now, today, for the rest of our days. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.